0: Did we decide we want to do an outro introduction of ourselves, or we... Yeah, I think so. All right. Should we do it at the very end? Like, I'm Dylan Wall, I'm Daniel Rivers, so we'll see you next week.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Cool. Hi, welcome to Pop Up, where we watch commercials and analyze them. I'm Dan Rivers. And I'm Dylan Wall. And today we're going to be watching the Dubai Healthcare City medical commercial from 2017. I have neither seen this, nor can I quite wrap my head around what that means. Right. I've only seen it on mute at the gym. As, as we typically look
0: at the first frame, this is just a black screen, which is already mysterious and intriguing. Alright, <laughs> right, let's make it happen. Engage. Over the past 14 years, Dubai Healthcare City has grown to establish itself as a world-class health destination. We are building on four key pillars to create an ecosystem that covers not only health and well-being, but also training the doctors of the future, finding cures, and improving living environments. We are proud to be creating an internationally recognized destination for health and well-being that, in the lead-up to the Expo 2020, strengthens Dubai's vision to become a sustainable and diverse city of the future. That was a cool little thing at the end. Did you see that?
1: Hmm. Oh, the
0: the little the little monitor heart meter that goes across the city line. Yeah. If I had made this commercial and came up with that little heart monitor thing at the end, I would feel so fucking proud of myself.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we got this, is that a, what is it, a lotus? What is the... I think it's maybe jasmine. Jasmine. This giant statue of jasmine out front of this beautiful state-of-the-art looking hospital. And then a series of just gorgeous like scenery shots, a lot of slow motion, a lot of sun flare showing this uh, amazing, gorgeous hospital and a bunch of bright-eyed med students, I guess, pushing through the first couple years of their residency, learning from, from mentors and, uh, and treating people. Is it? Do you think they're trying to attract new doctors or new patients?
1: I think for this one they're trying to in- attract investors, Oh, labeled their corporate commercial. Interesting. I wonder why it plays at the gym then. What's what channel is on at the gym that this would come on a lot? You know, most of what I see is like infomercials uh, and ESPN. In a 20-minute period, I've seen it probably three times. Interesting. In one day, it looks like a beautiful campus right? That was part of what stood out to me, is how much it seems to be selling a sort of space and experience. It looked like a resort commercial to me. <laughs> you know, at first I thought it was like a travel destination, but then to see that it's Healthcare City, I thought that was sort of, I don't know, pique piqued my interest. Is that what, is the hospital called Healthcare City? That's actually what the region is. Oh, really? Dubai Healthcare City is what's called a free economic zone. Okay. So it's either incredibly reduced or um, suspended taxes. Huh. How does that come about, How do, a place like that? Yeah. So, uh, according to Dr. Wikipedia, the term is used to designate areas in which companies are taxed lightly or not at all to encourage economic activity. Interesting.
0: These economic free zones, the only thing is that they aren't taxed, so otherwise they still kind of fall under the legal framework of wherever they are? Yeah. Okay. So it's really just beneficial for the business owners that start up there.
1: It's in the United Arab Emirates. The first person that we're seeing is His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, who's a vice president and prime minister of the United Arab Emirates. Oh, he lists him as a CEO too. Yeah. So is this the same guy? Yep. Chairman Chairman and CEO.
0: In this particular case, because this is the one we're looking at, they, they don't pay taxes. But the people who run this hospital are the people who run the country. So any profit that is made at the hospital essentially goes into the country's coffers anyway.
1: Mm -hmm. And it it becomes an economic vehicle for the country. That it's owned by the United Arab Emirates. The CEO is also vice president and prime minister of the UAE and ruler of Dubai. Part of the aim is to attract tourists to Dubai for medical services and treatments. Mm -hmm. So things that may be prohibitively expensive. Uh, One of the articles I was looking at in The Guardian sort of made an offhand joke about Dubai Healthcare City as a place to get your facelifts when you're on a shopping vacation to Dubai.
0: And that's because it's theoretically cheaper there because they don't have to worry about
1: paying taxes. Mm -hmm. Visitors to to buy healthcare, city fifteen percent were medical tourists. The most popular procedures sought by medical tourists include infertility, cosmetic, and dental treatments. Medical tourism—I've never even heard of that, but that's a fascinating concept. Yeah, well, when you think about cosmetic and dental surgeries, things that are not
0: elective, yeah, or things that are elective, that are yeah.
1: elective. So, I mean, when we think about the United Arab Emirates and those economies, we're talking about economies that were buoyed, that are buoyed by. Oil, Oil exports. Yeah. Yeah. And so, thinking about the carbon economy within sight, these attempts to ease off of yeah. the carbon economy, what are different ways that you can use that money to create new sources of income? How long has this place been around? Was it was launched in 2002. Phase one covers 4.1 million square feet. Phase two, which is under development and is dedicated to wellness, will cover 19 million square feet. That is a large hospital yeah (laughs) apparently there's also a world expo that's going to be held there in 2020 it's going to be a consortium of attractions so one of them is going to be the world's first indoor city the greatest hits mashup of london and new york (laughs) okay that's the tagline for the guardian dubai's mall of the world will have its very own oxford street which is from london and broadway from new york We'll also have galleons, waterfalls, a giant retractable dome, and be climate controlled. Galleons? Like like the giant ships? (laughs) Like the giant ship pictured here in the mock-up next to the Disney castle. Next to the Disney castle. We can see these walkways built into this sort of verdant, multi-layered jungle. Wow, it literally looks like a Disney resort. Yeah, like an elven village in a Disney movie.
0: Okay, and this is all in this region? That's... Like, the hospital will be there, but this is just another thing in the region? This isn't part of the hospital, right? No, this will be attached. Okay. It feels like it's hearkening to this sort of collective memory of bold new innovations of the 50s, right? Mm. Like This did, appeal to wonder? Yeah. Like, I, I am awed by what they're showing me. I'm impressed that human beings can make such things, right? Mm. And that's not something that I... I've heard that said before right and and it's often used in like sci-fi or in fantasy uh where you know someone will come in contact with something epic like a giant castle or the death star or whatever right uh and i feel like that's what it's getting at and i'm not used to feeling that way
1: yeah and that sense of awe and wonder and that sort of majesty right yeah there's a way in which for me it it makes me feel sort of childlike You know, And I think that's part of the pull of what this sort of wealth does, and especially when you're advertising for tourism. I remember I was probably fourth grade, fifth grade, and this VHS tape came in the mail for Disney World in Mm -hmm. Florida. And I remember popping it in and watching it like a handful of times. And I'd been to Disneyland and Anaheim with my family, but this was totally different, right? The scale was part of the awe. And then trying to get my parents to watch it, and then trying to be like... "Ah, we should go there, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it, and it doing exactly what, you, what it was meant to do, falling into the, the child in the household's hands. No doubt they had some kind of consumer report. And then me trying to get my parents to spend money we didn't have to go to Disney World. Because this <laughs> thing had awakened these, you know, that sort of longing or that sense yeah. of wonder. Yeah. And then thinking about the experience of illness, right? And sure. the anxieties around the fragility of the body, the uncertainty of working with medical professionals, you know, and the treatment plan, depending on what you're getting treatment for. I could see also, for a serious illness, that being something that feels sort of hopeful or palliative. Yeah, to couple that sort of anxiety that is inherent
0: in that process with awe and wonder is to create this sense of hope, right? Which is is totally appealing to anyone who's
1: going through that. Mm. Yeah, at the same time that Imagine if you're fabulously wealthy And you want to get some cosmetic surgery done It's like, oh, you can combine your vacation With your cosmetic surgery Well, should we brand this thing? Sounds
0: good (laughs) I feel like not a bad one Would be, uh,
1: whoa (laughs) It does feel Sort of like a city of the future The World Fair doesn't happen anymore, right? I don't believe so Yeah, when did it stop?
0: Was it when the serial killer
1: Fucked it up? <laughs> World's Fair Expo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it must be. Yeah. 2020 Dubai, 2023 Buenos Aires. Yeah. So they're still happening. So this will be the next one. This will be the next one. See you in 2020. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. We can call it um, because this has implications beyond just this one thing, but it hits on the tomorrow idea. Is we could call it 2020 today. <laughs> 2020 today. I'm down. 2020 today. There it is. Thanks for listening to Pop Up. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. That's how we break into the new and noteworthy chart, which would be excellent. Uh, it also helps build the show's audience. You can uh, shoot us an email if you have an idea for a commercial we should look at or a better idea for a brand of a commercial we already have looked at. Or if you have gripes. Or if you have gripes, yeah. If you uh, if you want to yell at us, the email is a great place to do that. Feel free to use all caps. You can follow us on Twitter, at popupthepodcast. Uh, that is also our email address, popupthepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, anything else?
1: No, that's it. All right. I'm Dylan Wall. I'm Dan Rivers. And we'll see you next week.
0: (gasps) Our pizza's here. Cool.